Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Peace Family is 19 Keys with the 19 Keys Podcast. You're listening to a high-level conversation. Tap in. All right, a word from one of our sponsors. Make sure you tap into Goldwater Products. After you come listen to the information, you're going to need your memory stimulated so you can download everything in that prefrontal cortex. You want to make sure that hippocampus area of your brain that regulates mood, memory, and learning is fully functional and tapped in. Therefore, you want to tap into Goldwater. They have smart moths, sports moths, vitamin C moths, colloidal silver. They have just about everything that you, your child, and your whole entire family needs to stimulate your brain and your body and to make sure that your immune system is functioning. Before you tap into this great high-level conversation, listen to this song by Tezu Kulando called Goldwater. So, um, you know, um, I just got finished watching this movie. It's called Captive State. And uh, it was an interesting movie. I, I think all of you all should see it. And I want to know what your thoughts about it is. Um, because it was mostly, it was a lot of black cast in the movie. And a lot of black roles in the movie. And it was interesting. And I'm not going to go into a full dialogue about it. But it was, it it, it made a lot of sense in such a strategic matter at a revolution that they had and their way of going about fighting this system that they were in and their, 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 their system of oppression that they were dealing with and how they had to collaborate with each other. And I think you'll find it interesting all the way up until the end. And uh, I don't want to say anything until you all get it, but my review of the movie is, you know, I liked it. I have to, you know, um, have deeper thought with it, but that's not my message for today. Uh, for tonight, rather, in this evening. Um, and, and, you know, one thing that I've realized is that all over the world, in impoverished places, and in places of oppression, and in places in third world countries where people are facing political regimes um, and going through very terrible things to where they can't get water, they're fighting for the simplest thought of equality, they're fighting for you know, just anything to go right. And in America, this is your worst problem, right? This is for most people, Donald Trump is their worst problem. And it's interesting because if that's your worst problem that you can come up with, you should be grateful. And a lot of people don't want to trade situations with someone who's in a much worse one. I think that's just the common sentiment that you don't want to trade places with someone that's having it much worse. Like you wouldn't want to be in Israel as uh, um, they're launching attacks, at, you know, at Gaza and airstrikes, you know, um, in Tel Aviv, I mean. Or you wouldn't want to be in New Zealand where 40 to 50 people are getting killed in a mosque, you know. Um, you, you wouldn't want to be in none of these places in Africa where they barely have any medicine or they barely have any economics, you know, or money or any food or any technology and things of that nature. You wouldn't want to be in none of these places, right? You won't want to be in China under, you know, um, their government where you have even less rights. You wouldn't want to be, you know, in Kashmir, you know, as one of these women that suffer from the conflicts. You wouldn't want to be none of these people here um in tibet that's fighting for rights you don't want to be none of these people in none of these situations right you wouldn't want to be children trying to trying to scrape up water you know what i'm saying and what i've learned is that in america especially you know uh the people out here are of the privileged class of the world even though that there are problems that persist greatly and there's issues that are very real that we can point to but my point is, is that the average person is 
invested too much into the problems and took the complaints. And it stresses out the average person. And in those moments of stress, it lowers your IQ, you know, points down to where you're not actually able to think correctly. And this stress is manufactured. This stress is cultivated so that you're not able to actually think outside your problems and think of solutions. And I have an issue with that because my DMs and, you know, uh, in real life, people always want to talk about the issues and talk about the problems instead of talking about solutions and being obsessed with the execution of solution, because that's where you actually have your power at. And a lot of people are just completely ungrateful because they're not looking for the things within their reality to be grateful for. And, you know, I can never uh, uh, complain about my situation in any context when, you know, there's 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 extreme poverty in Ethiopia or even, you know, individuals standing in the projects of Chicago or, you know, uh, individuals getting bombed in Tel Aviv by Israel or Syria wars or or just a bunch of the different growing conflicts that exist all around the world. And individuals who continue to stay in their they pockets of privilege, you know, and I, I say privilege, and that, that really extends towards everybody has particular privileges. Being able to call an Uber is a privilege. Being able to just go to the movie, being able to walk down the street and feel safe in regards to other people's situations, right? And so I always say that there's somebody dealing with the same situation as you, but they're dealing with it 10 times better. And that's why it always goes to mindset, because I just can't complain about and, and, and consider myself a man when there's so many different ways to execute and to gain what you need to out of this world. And so the lack of masculine approach for individual to have their will done into this world is really the issue. You know, and it's a feminine way that people want to be felt sorry for instead of them wanting to take responsibility and actually do the work. Like the distractions that we are constantly consumed says a lot about us and who we are and what we're willing to to do. You know, like this individual that's really willing to uh, go, they, they have to walk miles to go get something to drink. You know, they have the way for, to people come and volunteer in a village, you know, to get proper food or, or haircuts and all of these things that, you know, people take for granted on a daily basis. And if a person really wanted some money and you in America, all you got to do is work harder, work smarter and learn. And so nobody feels sorry for you because your ignorance is, is really your poverty. Ignorance is the biggest poverty more than anything. You know, and knowledge is the wealth. And as soon as you equip yourself with the correct knowledge and you have the ability to execute and stop making excuses and stop taking complaints as your reason for not executing, then you start to change everything that's within the existence of your reality. And so the extreme message here today is walk with gratitude, right? Walk with extreme gratitude and be able to move. Because I don't know anybody on here that's watching me through this phone and that's watching this live right now, you are blessed in magnitude. For one, you have a phone. Two, you have electricity. You have an internet, right? Three, you're breathing. You understand me? Which means you still have a chance to be able to control your life and control what happens within your life and your circumstances. Doubt, fear, stress, anxiety are all things that you manufacturing upon yourself. And those are none of those things that you can use as something that will be a tool for you being able to actually build the correct life that you actually want to live and succeed within. Like, I, I just can't imagine me being in a third world country and then, you know, being brought over here after being in those terrible conditions and standing next to somebody, standing next to somebody complaining because they just got somebody knocked up. And they mad because they believe that they're they're getting caught in worse situations or complain about not their ability not being able to have a job. Or like all of these things really just goes to the sentiments of, of laziness in America. Americans are completely lazy, you know. And I think, you know, um, you know, as I speak to you all, I'm talking to that part of myself that allows myself excuses when I shouldn't have any.
you know, none of us have any excuses. We can complain about technology, what it's doing. We can complain about AI. We can complain about politics. You can complain about Donald Trump. You can complain about the white man. You can complain about racism. None of those are excuses. You understand me? And so we can say things like America is a waste, but it's not because look at what it's produced. It produced me. It produced you. It produced your parents. It produced innovations. It could produce a lot of different things. Nothing is a waste when you learn how to alchemize, you learn how to convert anything to a resource for yourself to be able to win. And so it's the it's the mentality that individuals have that's self-defeating, right? That doesn't allow you to move forward beyond your circumstances. Your parents are not that intelligent. You're, you're, you're blaming the school system. You're blaming the cops. You're blaming the hood, the ghetto you grow up in. You're blaming food. You're blaming all of these things that you have control over. You understand me? And so once you stop with the self-defeatist attitude and you look inward for the answers and you become that God within and you stop becoming a consumer of everybody else's business mastery, you stop becoming a consumer of everybody else's capitalism, you stop allow, stop worshiping individuals that can do the same thing that you can do and you start to look at it as that means that if it was done, that means that I can do it as well. Anybody that has accomplished anything is a roadmap for you to be able to accomplish the same thing. It's proof, right? And so if the 1% run the world, then it also is proof that you can become one of those people. There's so many different people. I was watching um, a guy, a, a white guy, and he was, uh, isn't that Dave Brazilian or some shit like that? And he was talking about how um, he started playing poker and he amassed his wealth <laughs> just through playing poker. Uh, and, and, and he was having a conversation with Joe Rogan. And I'm listening to it. And you think about these circumstances. You think about excuses. And, you, and, and one thing I learned through his story is he kept going the hard way. Like he was getting kicked out of the military and it was going to give him money so that he can, you know, just basically kick back with retirement. But that's not what he wanted. He wanted to go try again in the Marines. He got kicked out and he ended up having to keep going through these processes. But the point of it is, is that many people can look at privilege and say that that person is lucky because then it says that if the luck is the factor of what got that next person that thing, then it becomes an excuse to just saying that, oh, I'm unlucky. This mystical force is what provided them their wealth. This mystical force is what provided them their solutions. And then we get into this compare analysis of where another person is on a journey, and we think it has something to do with where we are on our journey, when you are supposed to just move forward from wherever you are, right? If you move forward in a manner of positive knowledge, right? Because it's not enough to have knowledge if you have a negative mind. So you have to have that positive reinforcing knowledge. And somebody had commented earlier, they said, man, I've been having this idea for a long time. And, you know, I've been obsessed with this idea for the last eight years and, and, and I've been wanting to quit my job and I know it's a great idea. But here's the thing. Ideas don't matter. Execution does. You can have an idea that can end all of the poverty in the world. You can have the mechanics drawn out, the strategy, the blueprint, all of the things that you're going to be able to stop. You can create the infrastructure, everything down to the T of a perfect science. But if you don't execute that plan, everybody continues to starve, right? So your genius is not based in your potential, it's based in your kinetics, right? Meaning that when you when the, the, there's potential energy in a ball that you see, or potential energy on an idea, but it's not until it's flinged and click kick started that you can see that kinetic energy and see how far it can actually go. And we have in our community a paralysis a paralysis of execution but people love when we we love the reason we love when people are throwing all of these conspiracies at us or these problems at us because we get to involve ourselves in the hysteria of the people that's on the side and saying that we can't do anything problems bigger than ourselves that we know we can't control we love immersing in those things because we know that there's nothing that we can do and so as long as we're on the side complaining about things that seem to be impossible, you understand me? Then that means that uh, uh, um, it gives us, it validates our excuses. 
Oh, the white man did this. Okay, that's why I'm in such a terrible position. Oh, the, the oh that happened over there. Oh, that's why I didn't make this money. That's why I didn't execute those plans. In, in the problems, we are constantly seeking validation for our excuses, right? But when we look inward and we look at the things that we can control within our environment, we say, God damn. Well, if I listen to 19 Keys, I listen to Brother Ben X, I listen to Derek Grace, and they're giving me ways to execute based on using these platforms, using technology, using my mind, then that means that all of the things that are my responsibilities are the things that I have control over, right? So that automatically eliminates my excuses. But instead, let me go find that influencer guy or let me go find some news clip that's going to validate my excuses because, oh, the government just did that. Oh, in New Zealand, 50 people just got killed. White supremacy is the devil. And it's, that's the reason that I'm not going to make it in life. You know, when you're spending all of this time on other things other than your goal, it becomes the devil, right? Distraction is the true devil, right? Distraction is the true devil because it gets you away from those things that you truly want to attract within your life. And a lot of people become obsessed with the problem and they become addicted to it, right? Because you become, you can become addicted to anything that you incessantly intake too much of. You just become addicted to it, right? Not a lot of people are obsessed with executing on their visions. Not a lot of people are obsessed with how do I do this? How do I tweak myself? How do I make myself smarter? How do I cultivate more emotional intelligence? How do I gain more uh, um, critical thinking and, and people skills and problem solving and network and negotiation, all of these valuable human traits that you're going to need in order to actually succeed? Those are the core things that you should focus on and anything else you should drown out especially black and brown people, we cannot even afford to indulge in other people's problems. You know, OPP, other people's problems, not just other people's problems, other people's problems, right? And it's not to say that you can't have empathy for things that exist all around the world. But remember, when you are engaging on those things, it's making you stressed out because those are things that's out of your hands. So automatically it's going to stress you right? And your IQ drops points when you're stressed, right? So it's taken away from your problem-solving skills as you have your time sucked into other things. So recalibrate, refocus, reshift, and it's constantly needed, right? Because here's that needle. This is your focus right here. It's in the middle, but here's news. Oh, let me watch that. Oh, this happened. Let me go over here. This happened. And your goals the whole time is what you're supposed to be shooting at. But the target of your focus is constantly being shifted in one direction or the other. And that's why they say concentration of passion is how you get to manifestation because concentration is focusing on something for a long period of time, right? So if you have the ability to focus on something for a long period of time, then you're going to manifest that which you focus on. But we we, we have this dangerous ungrateful mindset for the reality that we have and the minds that we have and the opportunity that exists. I, I can't think about things that I don't have power over because I have power over all things, right? In that sense, like where discipline is amazing, right? And, and, and you have to consistently cultivate discipline. Because your environment can eat at the integrity of your character. The environment can eat at the integrity of your focus, right? And that's when you have that that those two voices in your head fighting. Like, damn, I shouldn't be doing this. Damn, I shouldn't be doing that. Nah, that ain't got nothing to do with what I'm supposed to be doing. Blah, 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 Zay. It starts fighting internally, right? You either letting that God win or you letting that dog win. You understand me? And whichever one you feed the most will have the most decision-making power throughout your life, right? And so I go through those constant things and saying that, damn, if environment is stronger than nature, then why not make my environment cultivate my nature, right? Why not Why not make the, my, my, the, the things that I consume as far as content, the people that I hang around with as far as social, you know, um, the, the 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 environments that I'm in be inspire me. You understand me? The knowledge that I take helps me execute everything about your environment. The food that you intake is giving you energy. 
all of these different things supposed to be feeding that God within so you have greater willpower to focus and maintain discipline, right? I know it's such a romantic topic that we have, right? Because the black mind or the black crowd think is feminine. Feminine in the fact that it's very uh, uh, um, emotionally cultivated. Like if you want to impression the black crowd, you do it through emotions. The same way you do many other crowds as well. This The crowd mind is inherently feminine. And so, of course, we are controlled through our emo those emotional images. That's why Michael Jackson and all them other current types don't even want to bring them up. But that's why they stay in the midst when they have nothing to do with our current present day reality. We wouldn't even make these things bigger than what they are if it wasn't so easy to control us, right? We would have heard something like a documentary. He'd be like, ain't nobody paying attention to that. That's stupid. Anybody can make what they want to. But in order for us to blow it up, then we have to feed into that. We have to buy into that, right? And we are the worst consumers, right? Because we're always consuming things that are not good for us. We have this $1.5 trillion supposedly within our spending power, right? But we're spending it into a different audience. But we need that $1.5 million investment power so we can invest it back into ourselves and get a return from that which we have. So even if we somebody said, I'm going this year, I'm going to give you $1.5 trillion, you know, to the black community, what good would it do if we're just going to, if it's just our spending power and it's not our investment power, right? So instead of us saying, how can we be better spenders? How can we become investors in the first place? Because investments is how you triple your assets. Investments is how you cultivate value over time, right? So the, the issue that we have is not the lack of resource. It's not the the, it, it's, it's the wrong mentality. It's the lack of plan. It's the lack of strategy. It's the lack of tactician, right? And so that's why you first have to employ gratefulness. You first have to be grateful for what you do have. And, and when you're grateful for what you do have, it's a feeling and it's just showing of appreciation, right? So when you appreciate things, what do you do? You increase their value. But we don't appreciate that which we have, so we're not increasing. We're not increasing the value of it, right? How much abortion in our communities? How do we treat our bodies? How do we treat our character? How do we treat the money that we get? How do we treat our 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 hoods, our environments, our communities? Uh, how do we treat our opportunities to create entertainment and content? How do we treat all of these different things? We don't treat them with gratitude. We're not treating our minds with gratitude by continuously adding value, right? Because if you have a house you paid a lot of money for, you're super grateful for it, you're going to take care of it. Everybody had that one child that in school uh, or, or, or when they was young, the one child that had all of the toys. But that also, what you notice is that he took care of everything, didn't want you to mess up anything. You called that individual spoiled, but what you what you also didn't take away from that character that they have was they had gratitude for what they had. They wanted to take care of everything. They didn't want to be treated like you treat your stuff to where you grab things and you don't care, then you throw it away. You have to employ gratitude for everything. That's why I smile when I first get up because I'm grateful for this day. So I want to get the most value out of this day. I woke up. I went to sleep so I can have more energy for the next day. I'm not waking up mad because I have to go do something that I don't want to do. If you choose to get a job, then you should be happy to go work that job because in that moment, it allows you to be able to take the value from that so eventually you can work for self and you have a plan to where you can think more intelligently. It doesn't. It's, there's no protest of being angry when you don't have a plan, right? Uh, anger is, is, is a fool's protest when you don't have a plan. Because consciousness or awareness, you can look at it as a protest, right? It's step one to making you aware of a problem. But now that you're aware of the problem, what do you do with that awareness? You have to eliminate the, the guilt of, being, of knowing what the problem is, and then you work to eliminate what that problem is, to get it out of your environment so you can move forward, and you constantly stay in solution-based thinking. And that's why I say every individual 
has to be in that business mindset. All of us have to be cultivated with that business mindset so that we start to work and we start to do things with the cultivation of value and solving problems. And when you're thinking about things and problems start to arrive and you assess them like an entrepreneur, then you're also exploiting the value and able to capitalize on all our problems in a positive manner. And so people will be like, everybody in a business ain't for everybody. It may not be, but having an entrepreneur mindset is for everybody. Being able to think like an entrepreneur is for everybody, right? Because those who can't think like an entrepreneur are left to the whims of those who do because they have superior knowledge. And if someone has superior knowledge and you have inferior knowledge, right? Inferior knowledge submits to superior knowledge. It has to. So the dangerous thing when we're not grateful and you tying these things together and, you know, let's put the picture back up. That's that's your worst emergency, Donald Trump, a billionaire white guy who's exercising his privilege in the United States. That seems like that should be the norm, right? That's not your biggest enemy. Your biggest enemy is your reflection. Your biggest enemy is your laziness. Your biggest enemy is your lack of discipline. Your biggest enemy is your inability to focus on the things that will actually be able to bring you freedom, justice, and equality. Your biggest enemy is your inability to be able to collaborate with those who's going to help you build. Your biggest enemy is not doing the things that's actually going to breed successful thinking. Your biggest enemy is not every day strategically adding value onto self to increase your skills, to increase your power. Your biggest enemy is allowing other people to think they're your biggest enemy because they're taking your focus. But when you your biggest enemy, you focus on you. You want to win that war within self. And then you can win that war that you wage on failure. Right. And by winning that war, you become successful. But what's my, my goal is just to keep, stay focused. Stay focused. You wake up in the morning and say, this is the day. But what I've noticed is that we, we think that this whole effeminization thing is not real, right? We think that your men having those qualities to where they're not acting in a manner of service to their manhood or increasing their testosterone so that they can start implementing their willpower. We think that that's not an issue. But when it comes to grappling other, these problems and tackling these solutions, we wonder why we're not doing it with that ferociousness. We wonder why we're not doing it with that power of a warrior. That warrior spirit is no longer being cultivated. And that has to be worked up in the average man, right? Not having power over yourself is a weakness. Not having power to produce that which is in your mind is a weakness, so we have to constantly say, how do I work on myself? How do I cultivate that willpower? How do I make myself more of a man? How do I manage myself so that I can have power within this world? So I can walk around with the feeling of a warrior and the tactician of a warrior and the strategy of a warrior. Because then you can wage that war on failure. You can wage that war on failure. And then you, you, you're able to start implementing the strategies of success. You understand me? You you get to move like a soldier would, move like a warrior would, move like a samurai would, right? You understand me? If you if you ever read this a book called The Book of Five Rings, and you know, um, he talks about the way of the warrior and how the warrior moves. When one person move this way, you move that way. They go up, you go down. They do this, you go that. And it's talking and, and it's giving you a blueprint on how you moving through life as a warrior, how you always making sure you're right. Right. Because even in fighting, it's a mental application, not just physical. It's not just about brute strength. Right. You got two spirits in there fighting. So it's two two people in a boxing ring. One with the biggest spirit is going to win. Right. Because there are the two spirits going at each other. When you're running out of air, you're running out of spirit, you lose. Right. And so when you're thinking about that, it's also mental. You reading this person, they reading you. You understand me? You you know your enemy, but knowing your enemy is about knowing yourself because if they know you because they're going to study you, right, then you know what they studied. You understand me? And so learning that allows you to know your weaknesses, allows you to know your faults. You understand me? Allows you to know where those strengths are not and where you need to work on self. 
and then you get to implement it. That's the best part about it. So every day is a war with self. And it's a war with all of the weak characteristics and attributes that you are gaining throughout life. Right? So we have to be, and, 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 and that's where, you know, you you able to employ self-awareness. Self-awareness is so key. Self-awareness is everything. But there's a lot of people walking around that don't even know who they are. All they know is their names. They know the title of the job they do. But they don't know who they are. You understand me? And so that's a dangerous thing when you live by these titles and you just live by these names. You know, and, and, and that's how you construct the character of who you are, not knowing you beyond all of those different things. And so we say, update your mind to current time reality so you can interact with all of the opportunities that may exist. All of the opportunities that may exist. Update your mind to current time reality. So in targeting, looking at the tools that exist today, whether it's technology, whether it's the people that you now have in your environment, whether it's your access to information, look at these things as if they're running out. Like look at look at the Internet as if it's going to expire. Right. Then look at these opportunities as if they're all going to expire. So imagine you look at how accessible information is to us today. Right. If we got a question, then we can instantly go Google it and then get an answer. Right. So we don't really appreciate it. We ain't really got that much gratitude for the amount of things that we have access to and the amount of industries that's opening up and people saying that, look, it's your opportunity to get in this thing now, now, now. So when, when you look at things as if the deadline is closing the same way you got work to do and all of a sudden that day before you got that. Uh, 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 that feeling that you have to rush, that sense of urgency, and you're going to get it done. But that's the same thing. If somebody destroyed the internet, somebody took away all of the books, you have no more access to knowledge. Now, guess what? The value of knowledge skyrockets. You appreciating that which you don't have access to. You'll do anything. You'll kill just to get you a book. You'll kill for some internet. That's what happened the other day. The internet done cut off a little bit. People wanted some. It was a drug, right? But how come you don't have that same appreciation? It's reflection. You don't have time to even reflect and think to be grateful for that which you already have in your possession. So same way you get out of a relationship with somebody and they done right for you and you think about the reflection of how they help cultivate and grow you. Now, all of a sudden, you got appreciation because they no longer there. Absence. So we have to not be in that manner where thing we, we're waiting when things are too late. We have to be able to reflect in the now and be grateful and appreciative of that which we have now so that we can access the value that exists. And we always stop looking for just what's coming next, what's going to be the, the, the next thing that's coming. Steep yourself in the present and say, this is what I have now, right? We, 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 you're seeing that we, we've been constantly fed stories that's trying to distract you from the time that we live in and that's in the in the uh, enormous opportunity that we have today because we have an enormous opportunity you know um this is the gold rush you understand me because as we figuring it out the enemy is figuring out these things too they trying to figure out how these things can be fully utilized as well so it's a race to see who's going to have the superior knowledge who's going to have the superior execution, you know, to be able to get to these things and do it the right way. Hold on, I'm taping my phone. Make sure it stays and don't move. So, you know, um, Revolutions are not won through complaining, of course. Revolutions are won through action and strategy, you know, and it's won through those who had a spirit to see things through. And when we're talking about revolution, you know, um, you know, we're talking about moving things forward and evolving things from where they are. You understand me? And not just and never being content with what is and never being ungrateful for what we have. You know, 
Um, I, I suggest that everybody gets familiar with um, things like gamification um, and the tacks that people are using as they gamify everything. And it's an easy hack on the mind of the average consumer because people like to play games. Um, uh, and, and that's why every game that you got on your phone, they offer you coins or credits or things of that nature um, because they're just hacking your brain. You know, and those are the things that you get excited about daily instead of real life things and real life results. You understand me? But when you get excited and you're grateful for the real life results and the real life changes that you go through consistently, then you want to add more value onto self instead of have ambition to go gain more things. You have aspiration towards becoming more and adding more value onto self. And that's a whole different ball game. You know, and so you got to treat life like business and treat business like life. Right. And you continuously take the experiences that you have and you continuously make them better. <sighs> What's the peel bar for your phone stand? <laughs> oh, I didn't understand that question. So, yeah, man, this 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 message was, you know, today was about um, gratitude, complete gratitude. And so that we can continue to add value. And and, and um, I wasn't even going to go live, but um, I just had the thought process. Um, and so I think I'm going to be changing some of the topics and we're going to be getting into, uh, you know, just execution. And we're going to be super focused on executing um, and eliminating excuses, you know, and staying focused and staying disciplined. And so, you know, just daily execution on things that practical things that people can do every single day to start, you know, taking control of their life. Um, I know, you know, sincerely, I get tired of giving people advice that they don't use. That's why we create things like courses, because when we put them together in courses, then people value the knowledge that they pay for. You understand? You value and you appreciate, you reflect, and then you make. Everything is on the site as far as um, questions. You know, let's go, good sister. Uh, I appreciate you, good brother. Let me see if there's some questions. How do you keep up with consistency when you're working on anything? Um, you know, it, it's the journey, you know, I don't see how you not keep up with consistency because if it's distractions that you got to ask yourself the right questions, like what's stopping me from being consistent. And when you look at all of the things that's distracting you and taking you away from consistency and you start to eliminate those things, the only thing that's left is a clear path of execution. And so, you know, um, I stay consistent with those things because I'm impregnating them and just making them my habits. You understand me? And eliminating excuses like fuck the club, fuck the lounge, fuck the, the concerts, all of those different things. If you haven't secured the bag of, you know, uh, 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 of, of what you need to do. You know what I mean? Like I don't need, I don't need friends that distract me. I don't need anything that distract me. If, I, if something go distract me, it's because I'm celebrating from the work that I just got done, and I know I got to find a balance, you know, in getting things done. It's not saying you can't have fun, kick it all goddamn the time, but just have balance with shit. You know what I'm talking about? Like people think that uh, people be asking me what I do for fun. Shit, I, I enjoy myself every single day. I know that, you know, I'll be a little serious on here. You understand me? Just because I'll be focused on getting the message across. But that don't mean like business is enjoyable because it's, it's producing thoughts into reality. Right. Like you, you get to take something that's in your mind. You get to write a plan. You get to work it. And then you get to see it actually come into fruition. That's probably the most joyful thing on the planet Earth that like I don't see like for real, for real. So. That itself is enough motivation to keep me going, right? I don't think I've listened to a motivational speaker in like a long time because my plans are my motivation. You understand me? Like my 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 goals are my motivation. You understand me? That's the stuff that keep me moving. That's the stuff that keep me going. The journey keeps me going. So I don't need somebody else's spirit to be like, get up, get going, 
get to moving. You need to get your life together. I don't need nobody else's spirit to do that. When you got plans and you got ideas and you got goals, that's journey. That's motivation enough. You haven't completed that shit. You understand me? So it's like I'm getting up to do that and I'm going to have fun doing it every single day because the the, the 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 path to success is success as long as you're on the path. Because if I die doing what I love, then I die successful. You understand me? Whether whether you are a, a, a warrior in a in an army, a soldier in the army, or a businessman, you know what I mean, completing a goal or a task to his next venture, it don't matter as long as you on that path and you continue to move. Um, <clears throat> it says, I don't even know how these questions in here. Does negative does negative voices take your energy? Uh. No, I beat out my negative voices. You know what I mean? They, they, you, you, you have those competing consciousness, and you got lower management, you got higher management, right? That executive management is the one that's supposed to win. Lower management is the one that's going to be suggesting you the bullshit to do with your day. That higher management is supposed to be the loudest voice. But if you are surrounded by individuals who feeding your lower management, who's feeding negativity, then they're making that voice louder. And if the things that you're listening to, things that you're watching, the environment that you're in is steadily cultivating that shit, then yes. Um, so I don't know where um, all of the energy comes from. I just let that shit flow through me. You know what I'm talking about? I just let it flow through me. Uh, I don't even question it. You know what I mean? Positivity is a strength that you have to constantly cultivate every single day. You understand me? Like, I've definitely done had negative uh um feelings but i don't let it become a negative day that's too long to be holding on to negativity because if something is going through negative then i need to employ some ritual i need to employ some way to get that off of me you know what i mean negativity like a cold and what do you do when you get a cold you start drinking tea you start taking stuff you start taking many different things so anytime you see some some negativity start to seep in you should have a remedy for that what's your remedy for negativity right everybody needs to have their remedy need to have that medicine because you're not going to be able to function at your highest level if you allow that to take over. <clears throat> Best tip for developing discipline. Um, cultivating the right mood. The right mood keeps you disciplined, right? So let me go to some of my discipline keys. This was something that I talked about in the first uh, semester of the Keys Academy was the discipline keys. Because, you know, we all want these secret tricks for the trade of discipline. Um, I like the harder route. The harder route is much better. <clears throat> yeah, motivation. All right, cool. Here we go, right here. So, uh, and I'm definitely not about to go over all of these because there's too many of them. But uh, one of them is, you know, um, one of them is seeking mentorship, patting your mind after someone who's already done it so you can get the same or similar results. Right. So, you know, if you want to be focused on something, like I said, you have to feed your mind with um things that will keep you focused things that will keep you a that keep you a disciple of your goal and keep you disciplined towards that thing if i want to become the greatest speaker in the world i'm gonna listen to the greatest speakers in the world if i want to be the greatest runner in the world i'm going to take on the regiment of some of the greatest runners of the world like whatever you're doing steep yourself in that and pattern yourself and get you a mentor like it doesn't even your mentor doesn't have to be a physical person but it can be somebody that you can you reading their books, you you watching them on YouTube or you watching them through IG or whatever it may be, but pattern your mind. So therefore, if you're watching them, then you're taking on their habits and then it's going to force you to get the same type of results. Why? Because as you mirror and watch people, you're going to start doing what they do. You're going to start mimicking them. When you start making decisions, you're going to, like, let me make a decision like that person. Let me think like this person and this. Let me not think like my myself that's not getting no results. No, what would this person do in that situation? What would that person do in this situation? And so you start to have this executive function of higher management. Yeah, meditation as well. You know, a lot of us don't spend time, you know, even, uh, even a lot of people, I would say about 90% of people, 
that no meditation works, don't practice meditation because it's not easy, right? And even if it's some small form of meditation, you should practice it because that's going to give you energy. So, you know, those moments where, you know, anytime you, you, you just gather yourself for a second, that's a moment of meditation. But most people just can't do it over a period of time. You can't focus for five minutes, 10 minutes. You can't control breathing and things of that nature. So anything that you know is correct, do it, you know, and experiment with many different ways to cultivate discipline. Like I said, I got so many. I got about nine different other keys that a person can do. But, you know, discipline is a practice. And, you know, um, you're supposed to maintain that practice continuously. <clears throat> but use your goal as your guide. It's going to keep you going. Uh-huh. Okay, everybody's asking about negativity today. So let me move on. I don't have a take on Strawman account. Um, how you started LLC? That's not hard. All these Googleable questions, man. These stuff is uh, Googleable. You can go to your 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 state um website. You understand me? And you can Google all these answers, and you can just fill out all of this different all this stuff. Anything that's Googleable, I don't like to answer, just because it, it shows laziness more so than anything. You got a it's it's 2019. You got a phone in your hand, and if somebody doesn't answer your questions, then you use that as an excuse for your ignorance instead of saying that, you know what, let me just go ahead and Google this real quick because I have this question. And if I'm really serious about this, then I'm going to value knowledge because that's one of my keys toward discipline is the value of knowledge, gaining necessary information in order to achieve your goals. So, you know, uh, they say there's no such thing as a stupid question, but it lets a person know exactly and it lets a person know a lot about you when you ask certain questions. Um, it lets you know what level that person is on and people don't really believe you when they can read you from the things that you ask. It tells it's a telltale sign a lot about you. Like you're not really that ready. Does ego and pride destroy a person? Ego doesn't destroy a person. You know, ego is not a particular bad thing, especially like we have egos. It's it's the amount that you feed it as if it becomes narcissism and things of that nature, then yes, it can destroy um uh, you know, um, a person, you know, when you have narcissistic tendencies and that's all you do is focus it on self and, you know, you use it as um, manipulation that becomes a personality disorder. Um, narcissism for those who don't know is a personality disorder with long-term pattern or abnormal behavior characterized by exaggerated feelings of self-importance, excessive need for admiration and a lack of empathy. So, you know, they say there's no cure for that. <laughs> Um, I don't believe none of that, but you know, it definitely can be dangerous to you. So, um, those are things that you want to focus. Those are things that you want to pay attention to. And most people don't, you know, think that they have an issue. The moment you stop thinking you have a problem, you start to develop one because you're supposed to be constantly just working on yourself. And there's a lot of people who, it, it, speaking about pride, is that there's a million ways to be able to make money right now. You know, uh, uh, Gary Vee always talk about, you know, a person just going garage selling or goddamn buying stuff off a dollar store and selling it on eBay or taking things off Craigslist or like, like their affiliate links and, you know, uh, developing like social media and many different ways. Like it's a lot of ways to make money, but people have so much pride that they don't actually want to go do those things necessary to where they can get some extra bucks in their pocket, even if it feed their daughter and you know what I mean, and, and, and their family and pay their bills. People got so much pride. They're not willing to work from the bottom. They're not willing to work from the dirt in order to, you know, see real fruit to their labor. So if you're not willing to put in that grind, then that's a, that's you. Like, ain't nobody give a fuck about your pride. Like, if that's what's holding you back, like, if you don't want to do that dirty work, then that's what's up. You know what I mean? Some people think they're too good for certain things. And so that, if that's how you feel, that's cool. You're just going to get the results of your pride. That's all it is. You will let your pride hold you back. It's, it, it's supposed to be implemented in a way to where it can move you forward. Somebody said, how can one implement self-confidence permanently? <laughs> um, always remain true. Truth. Truth is the pill for confidence. 
Confidence is the ability to hold on to truth. When you employ self-awareness and you know what's true and you constantly immersed in what's truthful and you're a truth seeker, then you consistently remain confident, right? Like when, when you truly know yourself, nobody can penetrate that armor of confidence. You understand me? I'm, I'm walking around and if, if you walk in a room and, and let's just say from a man's point of view, and it's the most beautiful women in the entire world in this room, right? And let's say that you're not doing too good financially in your situation, things of that nature. Okay, that's the truth. You understand me? But you're confident as hell, not because you 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 have some uh, illusion of who you are, but you're thinking about all of those qualities that you do have, saying, now oh, I'm intelligent. I, I, I'm, I'm handsome. I, I got character. I got integrity. Like you're focusing on all of the things that are valuable about self. You're focusing on all those positive attributes. You're focusing on the truth. And you hold on to that, and that's what keeps your head up high. You understand me as you're walking. So when you're talking with people, you know, they may be wondering, like, dang, Brian got nothing, but he always confident because you're focusing on the correct things. You're focusing on the true things, the truth and the positive things. And that allows you to consistently maintain your confidence. That keeps your head up high. You understand me? So, you know, uh, yeah, man, focusing on positive attributes about self keep you confident. You know what I mean? And I was told I was a guy from a baby, so ain't really nothing going to be able to penetrate that. Uh, hey, I'm a God. How can you make God uh, insecure? You ain't about to make God insecure. Like I look like. Okay. This is from Mr. Hottie. Um, The crowns, you know, represent freedom, justice, and equality. The crowns represent freedom, justice, and equality. Let me see if I got a picture for that. Um, it is is real simple. You know what I'm talking about? They represent freedom, justice, and equality. Let me see if I got this picture. Oh, that's fire. I didn't even know these questions were in here. I got to keep doing this. But I was looking for something else. Each symbol has its own meaning. And they represent, you know, higher consciousness. represents your higher mind. All right, I don't think I'm going to be able to see this. So, oh, well. Yeah, I don't see it. I was looking for something. Man, you know, you got to get it in. I told the people I'm going to maintain my consistency, so I'm just trying to continuously get it in. Miss Wright, the people loved you yesterday. Can I please get added to the video? I really have something I need to talk about. Yeah, I'm always interested when people say they have something that they need to talk about. Like, what is it, though? Yeah, I mean, I don't want you to just get on here and you're talking about all kind of crazy shit. You understand me? Like, you got to let me know first. Um, somebody said, what are your thoughts about working for the FBI? What kind of question is that, man? You going to be the spook who sat beside the door? Is meditation good use for marijuana? Good use for meditation. You don't need like I, I think that's an oxymoron. You don't need uh, meditation is supposed to be able to open like a, a marijuana. Any drug is like a cheat code to giving you experiences of meditation and giving you experiences of kundalini and giving you experiences of higher consciousness. And it can like take you there, but it can't keep you there. And so meditation is that route that allows you to cultivate it for a longer period of time, for one. You understand me? But, of course, in our society, we want microwavable results. And so, yes, you may be able to achieve a perspective of higher consciousness and being able to tap in. But, no, I don't smoke. Uh, I definitely don't. But um, you're not going to be able to maintain that consistently. Um, and so... Definitely, I would say that, you know, just meditate. If you're going to meditate, you don't need anything that goes along with it. The point is to get into your clear mind and all of these goddamn chemicals that y'all smoking and this weed is fucking y'all up and you don't know why you ain't got no discipline throughout the day. And when you get stressed or you get anxiety and you want to smoke that blunt, it means that shit, you, you focusing on the substance that you need outside of self. The whole point is to become sovereign of anything to where I don't want to need anything. You understand me? If I want to have a good time, I don't want to have to, you know, sip some Hennessy. 
If I want to chill out and mellow or go to sleep or tap into some higher consciousness, I don't want to have to smoke weed because guess what? When you're without that thing, then you need that thing. If anything that you need outside of self, right? So the whole point is for you to be sovereign. You understand me? And being able to tap in without anything else. So, no, I don't think you need, you don't need no marijuana for meditation. It says crucial keys or tips for reprogramming thoughts. All of this that I just said for reprogramming thoughts. So if you want a different mind, you have to, um, you know, uh, when we talk about paradigm shifting, we always challenging the status quo and challenging the norm that currently exists. You really got to go challenge all your traditionalism and all your indoctrination and you have to challenge a lot of things that came from your parents. Like one of the biggest reprogramming things that ever came to black people in America was the idea um, that the Honorable Elijah Muhammad introduced to black people at a time, telling them that, you know, Jesus or the white man isn't God. And that like totally created a spark within their life. And you have to think about some of your core beliefs and some of those core things that you believe in when you're talking about reprogramming self. Right. Because your core beliefs, that was like who you are. That's like a mashup. You know what I mean? Of how you view the world and how you see things, your language. I always say that every level of consciousness comes with a new language. So when you start to learn new language, it gives you a new ability to be able to express yourself. Right. And then you get to also view from the lens of things that you don't currently believe in. Be a truth seeker. Right. A truth seeker doesn't care if something is aligned with their current state of beliefs. Right. Because they're just making sure that whatever that they believe in is truthful. And so if 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 your belief system. Right. And your core values can't hold up to the scrutiny. You know what I mean? Of a person checking that and make sure that is correct. Then that means that you should change anyway. So being a truth seeker is very important. And so I was always taught to ask questions. You understand me? You can't just tell me things and then you have to allow your mind to think. A lot of people, they're told something and then they get to a point where they started questioning certain beliefs that they have. And then they, they shut down their mind because it's going too far and they don't know what's the answer beyond that. And so you constrict yourself to your belief system because you're afraid of what's outside that box of what you believe. And so for me, I ain't tripping about that. I'm not afraid of what the answer may be because my religion, if, if that's the case, is the truth. And whatever the truth is, I'm going to continue to add that on top. And that becomes my belief system, superior knowledge. But a lot of people are afraid to question because they're afraid of the answer. Right. They be like, oh, this don't make sense. And if this don't make sense, then guess what? It crumbles your whole foundation of your whole belief system. So I believe that if you want to talk about reprogramming, you have to start with your core beliefs. Right. You got to start with your core beliefs. <clears throat> start with your concept of God for one uh, and, and, and you got to understand that a lot of people concept of God comes from of course it comes from man you, you taught God you was taught about God through men right and their perception of what God is becomes your God in your mind so even your concept of God can be very limited based on who taught you God and how you conceive your faith it's interesting stuff. <clears throat> oh, there's a lot of questions. I don't even know we had all these questions. Sheesh. Brother, what's your thoughts on the LGBT community? And we got hella more questions. Somebody said, what's the P.O. Box? DM me. I'll send you the P.O. Box. Uh, we got like one minute remaining, so I'm just going to do why black people don't invest in a black nation like Haiti. Black people ain't invested in the nation here, so... Uh, that's why they're not investing in Haiti. You got to take care of home, then take care outside. I want to order a crown, link in a bio website. Um, what's the best steps to take when you're starting from the bottom and how does one stay positive in negative situations? Get started. Stop making excuses and keep moving. <clears throat> Get started. Find someone who's done it. Every like you ain't doing nothing new. Success is not a new idea. Um, your goal is not a new goal. You understand me? Unless you're trying to go to a whole nother universe or some shit. You understand me? Like anything that you're trying to do on earth can be done. 
because uh, somebody done done something similar or greater. So, you know, don't accept no, start now, you know what I mean, and don't quit. I always say it takes one day to create a habit. That's the day you start. That's the day you don't quit. So anyway, I appreciate y'all for tapping in. Um, that's my life from now. Um, and I'll tap in with y'all tomorrow. Peace. Man, I hope y'all enjoyed that little podcast. Just talking to the people. Um, I wasn't even going to get on this live and get to talking, but uh, <clears throat> I'm trying to stay maintain my consistency. Not try, but I am maintaining my consistency, and I'm coming on here to bring you all more and more paradigm shifting thoughts. So continue to tap in. Peace. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.